Welcome to the podcast of the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra, Behind the Music. We're joined by WFSO President Elizabeth Yeager and Executive Director Alicia Deegis. Welcome, ladies. Let's dive right in. Elizabeth, let's begin with you. Can you tell us a little about yourself and your history with the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra? I'm happy to. Um, I'd like to start, though, by saying thank you to all of the folks who've served on the board of the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra in the past 75 years and all of those who've supported our organization in this community. Wichita Falls is blessed to have a symphony orchestra, a professional symphony orchestra, and we wouldn't be here today if it weren't for the hard work and commitment of so many people who've come before us Um, My um, involvement with the orchestra really dates back to my childhood when my parents took me to concerts at Memorial Auditorium back in the days when the opening concert meant pulling your furs out of your closet and dressing up for the symphony. I also had the privilege of taking private lessons from our principal flutist, Myrna Brown, who was with the orchestra for a number of years in the 70s and 80s. She was an incredible musician, a great teacher, And if she weren't with the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra, I wouldn't have had the experience of learning from her while she was part of the orchestra. Since then, I've been a board member for the past 25 years and served as president twice. It's been a real honor to be involved with this organization. Wow, that sounds really great. Alicia, you've been with the WFSO for the past eight years and in your position as executive director for three years. Very impressive. We've had so many wonderful seasons throughout the years. Can you fill us in a little on what is so special about this season? Sure. This concert season marks the WFSO 75th Diamond Anniversary season, and we will be doing some great things to celebrate all season long. We'll start a little earlier than usual in October, and we'll have a full season of six concerts. Five will be at Memorial and one at Aiken. So we'll start out in October with the Planets, and also a a special pianist, uh, John Nakamatsu, will be with us. He's been with us in the past also. Uh, November, we'll move over to Aiken Auditorium with Sharon Isbin. And December will be a special coming home Christmas, where we'll have some special artists that have uh, lived here in the past and come back. In January, we'll have all John Williams concert. February is violinist Jennifer Coe, who's also a returning favorite, and we'll finish up the season in April with a presentation of Carmina Barana with the MSU choirs we'll be performing with, with us, and also we've commissioned a special piece that our music director will be writing for us that'll be premiered in honor of the 75th anniversary season. That does sound very exciting. Elizabeth, can you share what the mission of the WFSO is and how you have carried out that mission throughout the history of the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra? Sure. Our mission is to promote symphonic music in order to enrich, educate, and entertain audiences in the North Texas community. Um, We can trace our history back as far as the early days of Wichita Falls, 1888, when the city was in its infancy. We had several conductors organize orchestras in that early, those early years through 1942 when World War II took away many of our musicians uh, for active duty service. So we date our modern history back to 1948 when Frederick Bellage, who was a faculty member at what is now Midwestern, 
established the symphony. It was the 10th orchestra established in the state of Texas. And that first concert was held in Memorial Auditorium on May 9th of 1948. Since then, we've had several music directors and conductors, including Dr. Erno Daniel, Dr. Walter Charles, William Boyer, Theodore Plute, and Candler Schaefer. We celebrated a milestone in 2017, our 70th anniversary, which also marked the hiring of our current music director and conductor, Dr. Fuad Fakouri. And Dr. Fakouri was chosen out of 144 highly qualified applicants from around the world. So we feel really fortunate to have him with us now. Fantastic. What an amazing glimpse into the rich history of the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra. I'm sure that all these conductors did their share to bring notable talent to Wichita Falls. Who are some of the most famous performers to grace the stage of the WFSO? The list is long, but includes some notable names, um, starting with Benny Goodman and Nadine Connor, who were here in the 1960s. Van Cliburn performed with the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra twice in the 70s, as well as Duke Ellington, Doc Severinsen, a 17-year-old Yo-Yo Ma, uh, Cheryl Milnes, Peter Nero. And then in the 90s, um, we had a, a real focus on some incredible pianists, including local talent, Ruth Morrow, who is with Midwestern, longtime benefactors of the symphony and extraordinary pianists, Aurora Bolin and Dale Prothrow, as well as pianist John Nakamatsu, who's returning this season. Um, we've also had guitarist Sharon Isbin, violinist Jennifer, Jennifer Coe, who is a Grammy Award winner, and Canadian Brass. Wow. Alicia? How has the mission of the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra changed? Well, over the course of the last 75 years, our mission has evolved from beyond just presenting concerts to more strategic focus on really enriching lives in our community and also educating our youth. We are really committed to making music available to all of Texoma, not only in the concert hall, but also in our schools, on our streets, and our neighborhood parks. Yes, there is some great outreach there. Tell our listeners about your education program and, and how the WFSO is bringing music to the schools. Our education program consists of a couple of elements. Each year in January, we host a young people's concert at Memorial Auditorium. The Wichita Falls ISD buses about 1,500 fifth graders to the auditorium, and we also invite smaller schools in the region, as well as private schools and homeschool students. Um, usually we have about, we have a little over 2,000 students each year. And they get to experience a live concert with a full symphony orchestra, many up with them for the first time ever. Elizabeth, why fifth graders? It's a strategic decision. Most students are making a decision for their fine arts credit in the upcoming year for middle school. And we hope that by introducing them to the instruments of an orchestra, they will spark an interest in joining orchestra or band in their middle school and continue that on through their high school uh, careers. We believe that one way to ensure the continuation of this orchestra for the next 75 years is to build future musicians and audience members by fostering a love of music in children. And so we continue to expand our programs to touch children of all ages from the very youngest through high school. Well, ladies, thank you so very much for everything you do and for taking the time to be here and share some vital information that possibly some of our long-term patrons were not aware of. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. And be sure to tune in next time with Maestro Fakuri and guest.
On behalf of all the Wichita Falls Symphony Orchestra, I'm Tim Williamson saying thanks again, and we look forward to our next time together.